0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz. My guest today is Phil Gerbyshek. He's a small business expert, author, and keynote speaker. Boasting over two decades of experience in sales and marketing. Throughout his career, he has worked with a range of enterprises from Wall Street firms to Main Street establishments. And today we're going to talk about his latest book, Zero Dollar Consultancy. How to start your consulting business with little or no money. So, Phil, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks, John. It's great to be here with you.
0: So with a compelling title, like how to start with no money or zero dollar consultancy, let's start really first with the premise. This is an awful question to ask an author, but I'll ask it anyway. Why did you think that people needed advice to start a zero dollar consultancy?
1: So million dollar consultancy is already out there with Alan Weiss, right? Alan wrote the book. It's a great book. It's It's how to make a million dollars. And that's great. I think, though, a lot of people struggle to get started. The questions mm-hmm. that I get from folks like me are like, hey, dude, how do I get started? Like, what's the first thing I do? Not the 15th, the first. What's the first 10 things I do? So I said, huh, let me think about that. Well, I don't know about you, John, but if somebody asked me a question more than 10 times, I'm probably <laughs> going to write down the answer and I'll make it into something for them. So that's what I yeah. did.
0: So, So... Give us a little, other than the fact that you've been doing this for a while, give us a little background on kind of what equipped you to feel like you were going to be the voice uh, for those people trying to get started.
1: Well, when I started, I had no clue. I remember back in 19, what? No, not 19, 2006, not 1996, 2006, when I got started, I was like, well, what the heck is here, right? And before that, I mean, I did some work, but I wouldn't call it formal. It was like, I'd get paid for doing random stuff and all right, well, in 96, there was nothing out there. And so yes. I started doing things and then people would ask me questions and I'd end up coaching them. And then they'd ask me more questions. And I'd coach them some more. And then they'd refer me to their friends and I'd coach them a little bit more. So I I think of that as consulting, right? And by because coaching, I'm not talking ICF, like, so tell me about your feelings and what right. do you think, John? <laughs> but really, like in my zone of genius, which is tech, marketing, and sales, inside my zone of genius, I know a lot of stuff. So people would ask me questions, and it would be way more complex than I could write in an email. So I was like, huh, okay, well, maybe I should charge you some money for this. And people would gladly give me money. And then so it just happened that I I would do this, but I never, ever found just that startup Bible that I needed. Not hardcore Eric Rice type of stuff. Just simple, actionable, do this stuff. So Here we go. I said this is the stuff that I coach. This is what I teach. This is what I believe. It's what I know works. So let's write a book.
0: So the technology, the world we live in—you know—all the things that have changed. I mean, it made it really pretty easy for anybody to get into any kind of business, regardless of the, the the type of business. But and and frankly, there are a heck of a lot of people that are doing the same thing. They they worked for a company for a while. They didn't like it anymore. It's like. I think I'll do my own thing. How does somebody decide? How would you suggest that somebody decide some sort of focus? I mean, it's one thing people are asking you to help them a little bit. You get you sort of, you sort of get led into it, right? But if if somebody's thinking today, I'm going to start a business. I mean, where should where do they go to
1: figure out what their focus should be? Sure. Well, I read a little bit about this in the book because it's hard to find a focus if you don't have a guide. Here's the key, right? Find a guide, find a mentor, find someone you trust, and ask them to ask you some questions. Some of those questions might be, so what are you good at? What do you enjoy doing? What do you not want to be doing? Who do you like? Who likes you? Those are the types of questions that help. And then take some assessments, right? Take some assessments. See if that's really true. Because you know what? I like that. And I believe we we make the most money and the biggest impact in our icky guy, right? If we think about that, what people mm-hmm. pay you for, what we're good at, and then what we love. We can combine those things, right? What gives us that juice? We combine those things, that little sliver there, that's the best money. But from there, pick one of those three. I mean, you don't have to be the biggest expert to be able to consult with people. You just have to be a few steps ahead of them and understand, okay, so this is what they need. I'm not telling you that you should claim that you can take people to $10 million if you've never done it. But what I am telling you is if people ask you questions and they ask you them over and over again, you can work with people like that to start your business. And that that can be your focus. And I think for a lot of people, I know
0: to some degree in my experience, you know, you evolve with clients. So some of those first clients you Have get to. may not be a perfect fit, may not be the right thing, but you learn what you do like, what you don't like, what you're good at. So some, sometimes it's just a matter of like, get out there and start swinging,
1: right? Absolutely. So that's the biggest thing. I've, I've got a whole chapter on just getting started because I do think that's the hardest thing. I don't want people to overthink that. That's one of the reasons why I have 10 free tools. They might not be the greatest tools on the planet. There's thousands of tools though. Like, John, how do I build a landing page? Oh my gosh, how much time you got? Or go to card.co and go build yourself a landing page. Yeah, that That's the thing. Just get started. And I agree with you. We do grow. We do pivot. I got asked. Somebody asked me today. They said, so Phil, what would advice would you give to the, to people just starting out? And my answer would be prepared to change because it will not look anything like you expected when you started.
0: Yeah. You know, that's interesting. There's certainly a lot of common advice out there now talking about people like picking a niche and, you know, going really deep in that. And, and I think, there certainly can be some value. And if if your whole world background is in a industry, it probably makes sense for you to start there. But I think it's really hard. I always tell people, just go get a few clients, your niche will find you, you know, rather than saying, I'm going to today start going forward, I'm going to work with dentists. It's like, I've never worked with dentists. I don't know if I will like working with them, right? (laughs) So, you know, what's your feeling on that idea of, because I mean, you can find plenty of experts, you know, talking about that's the well, way to go, right? Pick a niche and go deep in it.
1: Well, it is it is hard. It's so hard because you might hate what you did. So right. instead, let's pick how you can pick instead of that, right? Instead of what you should pick. So how you can pick. You might say, you know what? I like working with middle managers. I like working with business owners. I like working with entrepreneurs. I like working with program managers. I like working with software developers. I mean, pick one of those, even if you're not one of those and pick one, get a couple of clients and say, test your hypothesis. Do I like working with them? And if I do a good job, do they pay me? Because you know what? I would love, there's a lot of companies, a lot of nonprofits, a lot of people that I'd love to work with. But if you're going to pay me 10 bucks an hour, well, I can make more than that at McDonald's. That's not worth my time. I mean, I I don't like that. Now, that being said, maybe you do give away your first couple gigs. You waive your fee to get testimonials, to get feedback, case studies, right? right? Maybe you waive your fee, but you don't just give it away. You don't advertise. This is free because then you get (laughs) free suckers. And I hate free suckers. Yeah. People well, just plus suck.
0: I think you devalue uh what you do That's as right. well. You know, I often tell people that are just getting started, you know, charge more than you think anybody's gonna ever pay you because there's less competition at say five thousand dollars a month than there is at two thousand dollars a month. Um and That's you know, right. you you as long as you know you can deliver value, you know, go it's it's a lot easier to work with fewer clients at a higher retainer. So let's Every talk day. about I do want to come back to the 10 tools because everybody loves tools. So maybe let's do, let's go there right now. Don't give out the whole list because people need to buy the book to get the whole list. But let's, let's go with three free tools that you think these are like foundational. Everybody needs these when they're getting started.
1: Sure. Well, I talked about card, right? C-A-R-D dot C-O is a Mm -hmm. free landing page tool. I think you should have an offer. I don't care what it is. It could sadly just be for a newsletter that you give out coupons. That's okay something though start capturing email addresses with right. that connect that to a mailchimp mailchimp is free uh convertkit is free under a certain amount find a free one just for now and start get, get, gathering those so those are two and then the other one is I don't know about you John but I, I like money do you like to get paid
0: <laughs> that's a lot of folks that that are starting out you know that's like an afterthought but yeah that should be the that should be the first thought right
1: right that should be right here so wave.com waveapps.com a It allows you to invoice. Now you say, Phil, I don't want to take money online. Okay. You don't have to, but you can, you can use that to have professional looking invoices. And I will tell you professional looking invoices get paid faster than ones that look like your eight year old, my eight year old made them with his crayons. So (laughs) (laughs) please get that set up and do accept credit cards, do accept ACH because it's a small fee. It's a small fee mark if you can't afford three percent raise your rates (laughs) raise your rates i mean come on now don't charge it to your client raise your rates and with that as you get more money and you understand it continue to raise your rates yeah no question
0: it's my pleasure to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast our friends at active campaign ActiveCampaign helps small teams power big businesses with the must-have platform for intelligent marketing automation. We've been using ActiveCampaign for years here at Duct Tape Marketing to power our subscription forms, email newsletters, and sales funnel drip campaigns. ActiveCampaign is that rare platform that's affordable, easy to use, and capable of handling even the most complex marketing automation needs. And they make it easy to switch. They provide every new customer with one-on-one personal training and free migrations from your current marketing automation or email marketing provider. You can try Active Campaign for free for 14 days, and there's no credit card required. Just visit ActiveCampaign.com slash duct tape. That's right, duct tape marketing podcast listeners who sign up via that link will also receive 15% off an annual plan if purchased by March 31st. 2024. That's activecampaign.com slash duct tape. Now this offer is limited to new Active Campaign customers only. So what are you waiting for? Fuel your growth, boost revenue and save precious time by upgrading to Active Campaign today. Let's talk about getting clients. Yeah. I, I got sidetracked there for a minute because uh, the whole pricing thing <laughs> I want to come back to as well. but as far as getting clients, what what are you know again, we're probably talking about selling professional services to you know other businesses b2B right so are there certain tactics or approaches that that we should focus on first I get I see a lot of people go jumping into business and they want to build the the perfect funnel and have thousands and thousands of subscribers and what are what's the best way to get client one two three?
1: Well, go see them in person would be the best way if you can. And I know that sounds so old school, but really, these should be people that you know, people that already trust you, people that know you, right? So go knock on the door. Knock. Hi, John. How's it going? Hey, you got thirty minutes? We can talk. And most people be like, Yeah. Hey, let me buy you lunch. Great. Well, here's what I'm working on. Do you need this service, or do you know somebody who does?
0: Yeah. That would be step
1: one. Step two. Pick up the telephone. Like right. pick up the phone and ask people again. The good news is you should already be in their phone. You should already be <laughs> in their phone. They're going to answer it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's your second way. And if that fails, well, good luck. Cause they're not really good friends. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, that, yeah. right. Those are the only yeah. two ways as you're starting out to get your client. One, two, three, that should be that's the right. way that you do it. Now, if they're across the world, I understand. Get on zoom, start a podcast. Ask them questions, get to learn who the heck they are so that when you do send that email, it doesn't go to spam, that they don't just ignore you. So that when John Chance sends you an email, I'm like, yep, what do you need, John? As opposed to John sends the fifth follow-up and like, dude, did you get swallowed by (laughs) alligators? And I'm like, no, man, I've never got a message (laughs) from you before. That went in the spam (laughs) bucket. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so a couple of things I want to throw in there and I know you agree with this too, but LinkedIn, you know, that's the, modern oh, yeah. equivalent can can be the modern equivalent done right of reaching out to people that already know you and already trust you. That's, I'm mean, glad you used the trust word because that's what I always tell people is I said, you know, your target market should be people that already trust you because you really are going to go out to them and say, here's what I'm doing. You know, got any ideas for me? You're not necessarily pitching them. Maybe if they're a perfect fit, you'll pitch them. But a lot of what you're doing is just talking to people Every single one of us knows somebody who needs you. <laughs> and so a lot of times you're just talking to people so that they can go, oh, you know what? I just had a conversation with Phil yesterday and he was telling me that he needs this. And so, you know, five times a day, you got to be doing that, you know, early on, if, if you're going to get, you know, in in any kind of momentum going, you know, particularly when you're just getting started and you don't have this rock solid offer and website and all that kind of stuff. Let's talk a little bit about pricing, <clears throat> I know a lot of people struggle with how to, you know, especially when they don't have a track record, they don't have, you know, all kinds of case studies that can prove that they get, you know, the results. So, you know, how do I go about, you know, finding what would be the right price? I mean, am I just saying, well, how much do I think people will pay me? Am I looking at industry guides? I mean, how do I go about pricing my service?
1: Well, either of those are valid, but I like to do this instead. I I like to figure out how much do I need to make a month. So let's do round numbers here because I like round numbers. I need to make $10,000 a month. I want to work 100 hours a month. That means I need to charge $100 an hour. Now, that being said, here's the thing. You're not working every time, every hour. So I would say take that and double it, and that should be your price. So $200 an hour should be your start if you want to make ten grand a month. And you'll be lucky if you work 50 hours a month. Now, that's not to say you're not going to do 200 hours of work, but you're going to do 50 hours of billable time. Think of an attorney who, who before they make partner, has to do their own research, has to do their own outreach, who has to do their own marketing, who has to still answer their own phone, who has to answer their own email, who has to go to networking events. That's you. That's you. (laughs) So 50 hours of billable time a month would be awesome. And that will get you there. But it's hard. It's hard okay. to get there. So I would tell you, you know, Dan Rome said to me, John, I was at an event at 800 CEO Reed years ago. And Dan Dan's advice for everybody starting out was two words, second mortgage, meaning it's <laughs> going to be expensive, right? Yeah, it's going to be yeah, expensive yeah. to get started. And don't be disappointed by that. Just know that until you get it cooking, that's why I don't recommend you leave with zero clients. Take your day job, use that as your capital infusion in your business and start freelancing, start moonlighting, start getting, you know, some clients that my first coaching clients were at five in the morning or at 10 at night because they were in different parts of the world. That's how you started out. You got to be willing to hustle it it a little bit at the beginning. I mean, uh, this whole hustle culture, once you get to a certain point, you don't have to work as hard, but you still got to work hard always. So start out, people that know you, people that trust you, people you can talk to figure out your hourly rate. And then here's the thing. It's okay to negotiate. It's fine. You don't have to hold to that rate, but if you start at a hundred dollars and then negotiate down, you get $75. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If They start at $200 and then negotiate down $50. You're still getting 150, right? So that right. start high.
0: All right, so I've got a few clients. Actually, things are starting to fill up. I'm feeling a little stressed because I'm working, you know, a lot. What's what's my first hire? What's you know, how do I kind of take it beyond you know just me and the time that I've got? Because let's face it, that doesn't scale.
1: Yeah. So where are you weakest? What part of your business takes the most of your energy? If you hate sales, well, you probably shouldn't go into business for yourself. But that if yeah, cause, you do,
0: because no matter right, what you do, <laughs> it's sales,
1: baby, it's sales, right? Yeah, right. So, but beyond that, you need to hire a money person. CFO, yeah. CAO, wh- whether it's part time oh, or full time, so,
0: somebody to yeah. send out your invoices, right. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, or someone that isn't you to hound dog someone who didn't right. pay the invoice. Because I yeah. hate that. I, I don't know about you, but I hate being a beggar. I don't be like. Yeah. Hi John, you still owe me one hundred and twelve dollars. <laughs> Hi John, still one hundred twelve dollars. Right? Well, I hate that. I, I, I so little tip for you. I, I little tip
0: for you, Phil. We get paid up front. <laughs> we don't invoice anybody. We put that's a- l- love that too.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Love that too. Absolutely. But people you trust though, people you trust though, I trust you're going to pay me, John. So, okay, I'll get started on the work and then I get 10 hours in and again. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Right. So I keep losing my, losing my question there that, oh, I know. Yeah. I was going to go to, I have it here. I was going to go to mistakes. So we've talked about a lot of the things to do. Sometimes people learn best by like what not to do. So what are what are a handful of common things that you see, mistakes that you see people fall into when they get started?
1: Don't partner too soon, first of all. Yeah. Stay by yourself. I've had mm. more failed partnerships than I can tell you, both relationships as well as business wise, because we go too fast. I get happy years. People get happy years and like, oh yeah, that's perfect. No, stop. <laughs> Is this really perfect? Or does this just feel good? So everybody's got to bring their own clients. So the next mistake that I've made is putting people on payroll. Too soon. Somebody who does what I do does not double business. I still have to manage them. Yeah, Yeah, That's a hard thing. That's money that I don't get that they get, which is really paid. They are getting paid for me to mentor them. That's a big mistake. So don't do that. And then I would say probably the third big mistake is don't save for your taxes. Put take that money, put thirty-three percent aside. You make a dollar, you put thirty three cents aside, make a hundred bucks, you put thirty-three. I'm still paying my taxes from early in my career. Later I'm better, but I'm still paying yeah. early career taxes because <laughs> you know, I just I didn't have that sensibility about me. I'm like, Oh, I'll make more money. Sure you will. Right. And then you have lean times and then the IRS loves you and they'll call you every day. <laughs> no, don't do that.
0: Yeah, it's, I think, human nature uh, for a lot of us that, you know, if money's in the bank, we're going to spend, you know, every bit of it. But if we put it in, if we take it out as a bill, <laughs> you know, every month, you know, it's like, well, I don't have that money anymore, so I better figure it's out done. how to do with less. So ab- absolutely That's right. right. So let's, I always quite often like to look ahead. Are there any things, trends, changes that you see coming that, that are going to impact this industry or this way of going to work?
1: Well, AI, of course, is going to change sure. the whole game. AI will make things faster. You're not going to be replaced by AI. You're going to be replaced by somebody who knows AI. So start yeah. to learn AI now, whether yeah. it's Grammarly or ChatGPT or video editing or insert your thing here. Use AI and get used to it. That's the biggest trend. Stay on top of that. And then you know what? That could be something that you add to your arsenal. Don't gin up a business and say, oh, yeah, I'm an AI expert. You're lying. You're not.
0: <laughs> Well, we both have been around long enough to remember all the people that built their business as uh, Twitter experts right I mean, And so it's not the platform. fundamentally, what AI does for fundamentally what we are here to do hasn't changed. AI just gives us another set of tools in order to do that. But if you're not you know providing strategy context, you know it's just a bunch of lousy tools and frankly, in two or three years, it'll all change. So absolutely, right. absolutely, 100%. There's a whole lot of snake oil being sold under the the AI get rich uh, bucket right now, but you know, don't fall prey to it. So Phil, I appreciate you taking a moment to stop by the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. You want to invite people to connect with you somewhere or certainly find out where they can uh, grab a copy of $0 Consultancy.
1: Sure. So go to ZDC for $0ConsultancyBook.com. That's the easiest place to get it. And then find me on LinkedIn. Spell gerbyshak you'll find me. G-E-R-B-Y-S-H-A-K. Just find me. Awesome. awesome.
0: Again, Phil, thanks for stopping by, taking a moment, and hopefully we'll run into you one of these days out there on the road.